Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots. Hello. My name is Kyle. And my name is Ryan. And when our powers combine, we form... Experience Grind Podcast. God damn it, man. Uh, the only podcast that kicks your ass and humps your girl? I don't know, Ugh. dude. I'm sorry. I don't know if I... I, really... I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Every listener... I really like... You had so much enthusiasm yeah. at the start there. You even switched up when our powers come yeah. out. I put a little flair into it. You did. You focused so hard on that. Woo! Oh, man. Ric Flair's a tiny dude, apparently. Yeah. He was uh he's from North Carolina. Really? From that area. And my dad saw him at a gas station and said hey to him. It's like fucking tiny, like five foot. Like he's a tiny man. It's a nature boy. I don't know what that is. So means. here's something all right. <laughs> so we didn't have a lot to talk about. We do have a topic. Here's something I am blown away by is the fact that so many of the people that we are acquaintances with mm-hmm. are so into wrestling. You're blown away by this. I am. Blown away by it. How? And not even just those people. There are so many people I know that were flipping the fuck out about WrestleMania, which happened just this last weekend. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have watched one W, and this was, it was a WWF back in those days, pay-per-view in my entire life. Okay. I was big into it like my freshman year of high school and then kind of moved on. It was during the huh. quote-unquote Attitude Era, which is the Stone Cold Steve Austin okay. Degeneration X, like yes. that era? Yes. Okay, that, that is the Attitude Era. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, man, and it's I, it's only getting bigger, apparently. Like, this shit is huge. That surprises me? Yeah, <laughs> that I mean, it really, really surprises too. me. Uh, I'm not knocking it. No, just, no, no, no. It's really not my thing, but man, I'm I'm so glad that so many people do enjoy it, and it apparently continues to deliver so hard. You said it's not your thing. No, I thought it was your thing for some reason. Like I really had it in my head that you were big into wrestling. No, I mean I I enjoy it. I respect it as the sport that it is. Mm-hmm. But I have not watched a wrestling event in like over a decade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's same with me. I I I didn't get it growing up. I thought it was um really kind of boring. Like a lot of talking and politicking before the fight started. A lot of pomp and circumstance. Yes. And yeah. like the only reason I, my dad was big into it. So this was really? like the only and I, he might still be, I don't know. Okay. But uh that was like the one kind of bonding thing we had was like in the late 90s you had mankind. Yeah, so and, that, that was still the Attitude yes. Era, and I mankind love Mankind. spoke to me, because, like, He's all this pomp fuck. and circumstance yeah. that's happening around us, this guy just puts a stinky sock on his hand, comes up with a character, it's just like, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's that uh, Andy Kaufman of wrestling, almost. He is just this weird little eccentric figure. I love that. I will also, I've, I know I've said it on the show before, when Brooks is around. Uh, you know, I'm not big into it, but I will say one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life is a fucking match between Mankind and The Undertaker. It was a Hell in a Cell match. It is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life, period. It is a he... fantastic display of wrestling. Either he, Does he throw him from the top of the cage or through the cage? He throws him from the top of the cage through the announcer's table, and it's like That's fucking it. 25 feet yeah. in the air. Yeah. And then they also, like, he gets powerbombed through the cage onto the mat that has... 
thousands right. of fucking thumbtacks. Dude, it's an insane fucking match. Mm-hmm. One of the craziest things I've ever seen. One I of the best. saw Still, that match. I yeah. Was that a pay per view event? Was yeah, that a it was at a pay per view. But that's it, probably the last I one I saw. I saw it on saw. like a DVD, like way later. Uh, uh, my dad was into uh, illegal satellite dishes back enough. then, <laughs> uh, so we got a lot of the pay per view for free until they caught us, and then new satellite cards. Oh, took it and sure. My dad was a quote unquote. Pirate. I do know a certain <laughs> podcast host that streams most of his UFC fights illegally. Oh, on the internet. Oh, shit. I will not name names. Can I guess? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, guess. Uh, is it somebody from the Nerdy Thursday podcast? Nope. Is it somebody from the Street Pizza podcast? It is not. Is it somebody from the Tadpog podcast? It is not. Is it somebody from the MacTac podcast? No. Well, is, maybe. I don't know those guys as well. It is it. Does Micah have a podcast? Is it Micah? <laughs> Micah is the only person that should have a podcast out of all of these people, yet he doesn't. really should. And, you know, it could be fucking wrestling, even. Like, yeah. We don't... I don't think... Are there a lot of wrestling podcasts? There's apparently one. Sean shared it in the group chat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I got, oh, no. Yeah, because I looked at his big list of podcasts. I'm like, how the fuck, man? I know, right? <laughs> I've got three, and I can barely listen to those. I'm with you. I used to listen a lot more before mm-hmm. I worked right across the street from where I live. Mm-hmm. And boy, it's hard to listen to podcasts now. Yeah, not because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I like, but I, I save them up for road trips now. Yeah, road trips or or games where you kind of grind and you yeah. don't have to listen to story or music yep. like that. Shit's not important. Like Sean said, he he does podcasts while doing Overwatch. I get it. Yeah, I get it. That or makes sense. Total narcissist. If I know that I mentioned in the episode, I'm gonna listen. Man, really? Oh yeah, absolutely. I sometimes don't. <laughs> I often don't. I still do. <laughs> if I know, like, oh, there's a chance I'm mentioned for like a second. Yeah. Let's listen to this one. <laughs> what y'all saying about me? What you got to say about Big Kyle? It's probably good that you listen. I, they could say like literally whatever. They, like Ryan eats dog shit. I heard. I he loves feces. You'll never. I'll never know. That's like whatever. Just go ahead. Which ne- openly invites every podcast yeah. that listens to us. I hope now that everyone will now be like, yeah, I heard Ryan eats dog shit. <laughs> I long, don't know. Hey, as long as they're throwing Ryan. From experience, crying loves to eat dog shit. Great, because that's a views for us. Have you ever seen that fucking John Waters movie with Divine where she eats dog shit? Pink flamingos. Yeah, it's horse shit. It's I think bad, that's a man. garbage movie. Yeah, I don't get it. It's like a fucking Antichrist. That's it's like shocking for the state of being shocking. Like yeah, okay. Or weird for the state of being weird, but not in I a good it. way. Like uh, fucking Twin Peaks. I want to say David Koresh, and that's not it. Oh, the uh, Lynch, David Lynch. David Lynch, yeah. Marshawn Lynch. (laughs) Marshawn Lynch. Him. (laughs) That that weird fucking auteur director, (laughs) Marshawn Lynch. (laughs) Beast Mode, baby. Is that Beast Mode? I don't even know if that is Uh, it. I think it might be. I'm not sure. I'm the worst, most casual sports fan. Man, I'm not even a sports fan. This is an episode catered to me, wrestling and sports. It's great. Uh, so let's talk man. about what you did bring up and want to talk about. Bring up what did I? Is it Princess Peach's titties over here? You're liking that, right? You're talk, talking about my stop background. Stop looking at and it. You cannot. <laughs> That's why it's my second screen monitor. Because like I'm looking at stuff here. I'm like, oh yeah, man, there's a hot Princess Peach. By the <laughs> way, I sent that to Dave from Tadpog, and he's like, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I like that. Okay, legit question here. Legit question. Uh, feel free to not answer if you're uncomfortable. Jerk off to this? I have not cranked down to that. Would you crank off to something like this? I could. You could? Yeah, I could. Okay. 
I could have, let me say. Now, do you, all right. My tastes have gone way weirder now. I okay. So let's this say is that. interesting. Yeah. This is very interesting. I probably will not get into that. Though I would love to have <laughs> yeah, like a can. whole episode. We can <laughs> about this weird. But shit. But like, so at this point, like, this is very tame to me. Yeah. So, uh, but for, I still find for, it very for the nice listeners and very it's erotic. Just, it's 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 an anime waifu princess peach in a bikini at a beach. Yeah. Yeah. With huge old animated boobies and a very very thin waist, but that's like well, thin I was thinking wa- more oh, thin bikini. Yeah, her her bikini uh, is very not there. Yeah, I was like thin waist, of course. Yeah, every mm, there's no fat anime girls. As I <laughs> there's some thick ones, what? but yeah, fat. Yeah, okay. out of here. Okay. All right, all right. Let's not even say fat because fat like denotes like I a whole. When I say thick, I mean with two C's, like okay, thick. So you know what I'm saying? got them hips in that butt. Like as I've gotten older, I just I don't care. A lot of a lot of points about me are weeboo status. Although that is not a jerk off pillow, I will clarify because <laughs> you said that at yeah. uh, at the party. That's, that's Hatsune Miku. I don't know what that means. Is that the is that the oh is that the the dancing those... song pop star yeah. one? Who is a complete she? Uh, it's like a vocoder style. That's She's right. Yeah, like... it's the J pop or K pop equivalent of uh, gorillas. It's Very, like a well, real musician, but then they... No, no. So she's not even real. The like, hologram? The hologram is fake, and also her voice is like a synthesized thing of like... Oh, shit. Hundreds of different female voices. It's not a person in a studio recording her thing. They plug stuff into a computer program, and it comes out as Hatsune Miku's voice. Like That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what was like the big thing about her at the time. Like, she is completely fabricated. Okay, so it's kind of like those uh, where you see the ideal man or woman, and they compile like all these faces sure, yes, to get like that yes, average yes. middle. So her voice it's is that is done that way. Singing. It's like huh. the computer maps where it should be for pitches and things. I didn't know that. Yeah, you showed me, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's just a singer, but they replace her with a hologram no, because Asia, it's of completely course. Completely weird yeah. and interesting, and. I wonder how long has she, has this been around? Like how many? Hatsune Miku is pretty fucking huge. Yeah. Uh, and I I have known about her for a while, and I'm sure she's been around even longer than that. Mm. Uh, I'm not very big into her. I just literally that was at a flea market for two dollars. I was like, I'm fucking buying that. I I could yeah. not not buy it. Two dollars isn't bad. No. I mean, it's not bad at all. But. It, I want to clarify, it's like a couch pillow. It's not an anime-like waifu, oh, like, that... full-body pillow, like, cuddle thing. The cuddle pillow. It is not That's that. weird as shit. You would throw this on, like, your couch. It's like a, it's a couch pillow type thing. <laughs> so it just happens okay. to have Hatsune Miku on it. Okay. So okay. that's all that is. Yeah, yeah. But I am... It's hard not to think. Sure. I when totally get it. When you see that there, it's hard not to think. Anybody who has this pillow jerks off on this pillow. Like, I think that just is, like, a given of ownership of that kind of pillow. Sure. <laughs> Has not happened, and I would be the first to admit and own up to it if it had. Oh, you would. Yes. You would, and you would turn it into, like, a hashtag and make it, like, fucking cool. And, and I would own it. And people would like 20 it. 20 people who come out and like, I fuck my pillow, too. And I'm just like, I don't know this world anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's funny how true all of that is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it really is. You just got to own it, man. Just be yourself. That's what oh, I've learned sure. yeah. at like 33. <laughs> like, sure, on certain things, I'm a total weeb. Yeah. I don't fucking care, man. That's mm-hmm. what I like. I'm going to die someday and nobody's going to give a shit either way. I'll tell you what. 
uh, Weeaboo stuff does not do fucking anything for me. That's cool, man. I but when it, it comes to video games, I am I am down on like that aesthetic in video games sure. for some reason. Yeah, does not turn me on. I don't jerk off to that kind of shit. It just does nothing for me. Like, but like those games kind of attract me for some reason. That doesn't turn me on, but I like that picture. It's provocative. It's yeah. erotic. It's cool. Yeah. But I'm not sitting here with a fucking boner every time I look at it. Sure, 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 sure. But I'm just like, yeah, I dig that version of Peach. I don't think I could ever jerk off to something with eyes that big. It's just unrealistic. I also do that have said, like Battle Angel Alita. I know, right? No, no, I was being facetious. I'm pro- I'm I totally cannot. Into that movie. No, what? <laughs> I'm really into that movie. I can't wait to see it. I think it could be a lot of fun. Those yeah. eyes. Fuck those eyes. They're very, weird. they're very fucking uncanny valley. Oh, I think yeah. that's what is doing it oh, to yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I, I would like, you know, I do have a a very sincere relationship with peach uh certain affinity let's say i have I mean, cosplayed <laughs> as peach for two years i make no denial of that peach uh-huh, is uh-huh. the uh, she was the only amiibo i own i actually own uh, both versions uh, of the cloud uh, amiibo now okay uh why yeah. why peach all right so take the cosplay out of it because i knew about that yeah. but like what else drew you to peach specifically well number one she is the number one girl in the mario universe so kind of maybe like a first crush. She's like and she's like the replacement girl, you know. She's kind not of, Daisy. Was it? Yeah, it right. Was Daisy, but uh, or Pauline even. Which is weird because I'm not really into blondes, anyways. And Peach is a blonde. Man, she, Mandy's a blonde. She's a brunette with highlights, dog. Nah, debatable. She blonde. It's, dirty. <laughs> it's that dirty blonde. That's fucking dirty blonde, but that's blonde. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Also, she's really into. Like, her main color is pink, and I'm a big fan of pink, as you do know. Yeah, I do know that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that also, I'm, I'm a big fan of Peach. And okay. just subverting okay. ex- expectations, if I can play Peach as this weird-looking, hairy fucking caveman sure. dude. Like, even in, like, Mario Kart and shit like that, I'm going to do it. Because it's, yeah. it's subverting. It's taking the weird and making it, like, oh, it's cute. <laughs> Things like that. So <laughs> that's really a big part of it. All right. I uh, mean, cool. I'm down. <laughs> Holy so, shit. in Super Mario Brothers 2, was she your go-to? Uh, I, well, as a kid, I liked Luigi because of the... That floaty jump? That weird jump. But she also had a float jump. I didn't mind Peach. Hers was like a straight float. Where yeah. His was like a little kick with an yeah. arc to it, right? Uh, Mario was my least played. I'll say that. Toad was my least played. Fuck yeah. that slow bitch. Like, sure, he can dig, but fuck that. <laughs> Toad was the worst in uh, 2. <laughs> yeah, I think I played... I mean, it was definitely like a tie between Toad and Mario. Oh yeah, it was always. I didn't like either of them. Luigi or Peach. Yes, always easy. Mm-hmm. Those jumps. Speaking of old school side, <laughs> that's a good segue. Why are you laughing? Uh, cause I felt I don't know. I thought it was kind of forced, but no, we'll go with it. No, this was a setup. <laughs> so before, why are we talking about old school side scrollers? Well, uh, for, uh, for those idiots who do not read our titles and do not know what the episode is about, uh, we are talking about Rogue Legacy, which yeah. is a kind of throwback to old school platformers, but with some unique new age twist on it. Yeah, and it is also a rogue type. It's in the fucking name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rogue type meaning permit death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, once that character you're playing dies, they're dead. Yeah. Which is a thing that I've, I didn't know existed until like, you know, the last... Let's say eight years or so. Uh, rogue types. That's when they came back. Yeah. Yeah, because they used to be big in like the 80s because yeah. of the original 
But game. I never played them back then. Nah. I was a console kid. But nah, uh, nah. It's, a, it's a concept I really like. Well, you played a Oregon Trail. And I that, did. That's a yeah. roguelike. But I didn't know it at the time. Sure, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, Oregon Trail is a roguelike. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another one, another big one that I enjoy is like uh, the XCOM series. Yeah. Which I didn't get into until XCOM uh, Enemy Unknown. I think the big reboot of the okay, series. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one, and I, I played it. Not play that. I went straight to XCOM two, and we, Laura and I, just started playing it like two weeks ago. Yeah. I've never played an XCOM, XCOM game before it. I think it's great. It's I a love lot it. of fun. Man. Yeah. Uh, have you? So what I did was I renamed all the characters to my friends. Yeah, we but had I, that, and we went with celebrities. Okay. I went with celebrities. So like Kim and Kanye were my first two. Yeah. Uh, Kim. He's a fucking tank. She's great. Yeah. Kanye's a little bitch. I hate of course. him. He sucks. But I went that route, and Laura's been like all like Ada Deke, uh, <laughs> Queef Bot 5000, Aww. and just like the most ridiculous, absurd names. I'm like, I mean, come on. Let's stick to that theme here. So I, got... made, I made them all my friends. Uh, this was actually before I'd ever even met yeah. you. I think this was back when you guys were still in Korea, even when I first played through. Uh, but I played it. And my, my one rule was that if you die, you die. Mm-hmm. That was it. And yeah. I only lost two whole fucking members the entire game. Who were they? That was my sister. Oh. And previous guest on the show, Nathan. No, no. I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, who my big fucking tank was, was also previous guest of the show Casey from Ruder? Top Gun, Casey. I was going to guess Ruder. Casey was a fucking beast. <laughs> Uh, an egg was also on that team. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He was, uh, he could go like invisible and like sneak up on people with a shotgun. He was pretty okay. badass. Okay. But my, my number one team member was a guy from one of my bands and he was just, he was a sniper. So he always was in the back. Mm-hmm. He always lived. He never got hit. He had so much XP, dude. That guy was a fucking killer shot. And I beat the whole game with that guy. Just fucking. Nice. Blasting people. It was good nice. stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really proud that I only lost two people. That's pretty and, good. But that was my rule. Like, if you're dead, that's yeah. it. Uh, I, I wanted to play it that way. So, I've always liked roguelikes. Yeah, I'm I'm appreciating them much more now. Um, I mean, you could even say, like, a roguelike is, like, Diablo 2 or 3. Sure, because you do hardcore, hardcore mode. mode. Yep. You have randomly automatic... or uh, uh, randomly generated maps yeah and, and i think that's also kind of permadeath. a big part of a roguelike yeah um also uh i got really into ftl i don't know if you're familiar with this game i am familiar with it it did not speak to me yeah i did not put much time into it at i all. really like it mm-hmm. uh i really like their new game i've been playing a lot of that called yeah. the breach uh, but ftl was like faster than light where you're just trying to jump through star systems and mm. fight but that that one had permadeath too i I always like a game with that because it makes your choices meaningful. M- yes, meaningful. Yeah, and you can't just like shoot through it and not pay attention. You sure you really got to focus. Yeah, there's that. I playing XCOM two with Laura, um, and maybe this is the difference as opposed to somebody controlling everything. We have um, we split up the missions, the squad. So if we have six people to take in, she'll do three people. I'll do three people, and we kind of pass the controller back and forth. But there's so much goddamn analysis paralysis in this type of game now because of permadeath. Now it's like, let's think about a move for 20 minutes. I'm just thinking like, oh my fucking God, like, can we just do something? And it like, it does make the game more intense, but also fucking really can draw it out too. Well, especially because you're playing with your wife. 
My wife. Yes. <laughs> um, that is a thing for sure. And it just, I don't know, maybe because I was playing it all myself and I kind of burned through the first XCOM. Sure. Like, I got in kind of a rhythm of what I was yeah. doing, what I expected to do. Like, you don't want to move too far ahead because you'll alert too many aliens mm-hmm. to, uh, that are out there in the darkness. So you just kind of kind of broach around yep. and, and casually see what's out there and call people back. And it, there's a definite way to play it safe. And there's still, a rhythm to yes, it. There yeah. is a rhythm to how you move, when you attack, how to attack, at what point in the turn system to attack. Because if you attack at the end of the turn, you trigger them. Sure. And then you don't get shots on them, so you just get all the damage instead of maybe taking one or two people out. And you can put people into Overwatch mode. I remember that. Yeah, it's still there. That's really cool. Mm Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if people move while they're in Overwatch, you take shots at them. Did you know that is a nod to the Blizzard game StarCraft II, Wings of Liberty? I thought you were going to say Overwatch. I know. That's why it's a joke. But a bump. I was like... I don't think that's subverting, right. I'm like the last Jedi over here. I'm subverting expectations with probably not anything great. I was going to say, and just massively disappointing a <laughs> bunch of people. Yes. Because, yeah, that's you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, but we wanted to talk about not just roguelikes, but other 2D games that we like. Yeah, of yeah. Of this same vein. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have any? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know I've got the one off the top of my head, which yeah. is, of course... Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Of course. I of fucking course. love that game. I'm gonna I, I'm trying to think not necessarily like uh the games that will come to your brain immediately. Like sure. I'm trying to do like deep dives over here. And I love the Earthworm Gym series. Okay. Um I don't know how popular they really are anymore. I, I don't know if people care about those, but both of those, Earthworm Gym one and two. I never played the three D one for sixty four. Yeah. But one and two are some of, like, the most creative platformers, like, I've ever played. Like, every level switches up something. Uh, one level, you're just controlling, like, the the earthworm gym without the suit. One, you have the suit. One, you're in a water t- tank. One, you're, like, shooting down airplanes over, like, Germany in World War II for some reason. It's just, like, all over the place. One, you have to catch a puppy and bounce it on a yeah. trampoline to keep it safe otherwise it beats you up and turns all crazy it turns into there, the big puppy yeah i, I think it's peter puppy i don't I think remember. it is actually man, i, mean, I also loved earthworm jim as a kid man doctor monkey or doctor scientist monkey for a head and then yep. it's monkey doctor scientist for a head mm-hmm. uh, uh evil evil princess slug for a butt or something something like that i it's think you're a, right queen slug for a butt maybe slug for a butt is definitely her yeah. name i don't remember the the predis there's also like an evil goldfish that i remember is very bob. meta bob the goldfish because when you fight uh-huh. him you just shoot the fish tank and it cracks and that's literally the end of it he eats it that's he right. does not shoot it he just goes up and eats the fish and that's it okay it's fantastic yeah. that and then the next level you're like bungee jumping with major snot and you have to bump him into the Man, those games are just so stupid and fun, but yeah. like, that's like the, I don't know, that's probably my gold standard, but if we're going to go deep, deep dive, there's a game called, I think, B.O.B., which is a robot, and it's like a, it's almost like a Castlevania type of game, because there's a lot of exploration, it's a side-scroller, Okay. and you can get like weapon upgrades as you go, you're in space. Uh, I think it's called Bob or like Operation Bob or something. I don't quite remember, but it's like this orange gold robot with like two big fucking cartoony eyes. 
and you get like all kinds of like contra type upgrades as you're going through these missions the world and everything the story all kind of garbage but it had some of the most like solid gameplay and for some reason like that was like a game this is back in the blockbuster days i'd go back to blockbuster and rent like over and over really? again like i love this game for some reason and it was a uh, sega genesis snes era and that's about all i can remember of it but like that's one i don't think this game i'm, I'm not remembering this one We'll have to look it up afterwards. Okay. I'll try to show you. We'll see. We'll see if I'm making this shit up. I'm having like a fever <laughs> dream of like a memory you here. Buying but... like four different games. <laughs> I'm just uh, Howard Hughes stroking out over the way of the future. Way <laughs> Bob. His, his name is Bob B O B the robot. Um. All right. So trying to do what a about you? Deep dive. God damn. Well, really, anything that is not Castlevania, because we did yeah, have an episode. To we that. did. Do you, is there any other like old school kind of 2D game you you really connected with? Uh, I really enjoyed Comic Zone when I was a kid. Mm, I never got to play that. It's not a good game. I played it at Toys R Us for a demo. Yeah, and it was real hard. Is yeah. all I remember. <laughs> I I remember it being very hard too. I did I did like that. Um, a lot of like robot games. Hmm. Uh, what? There's one. One on the Sega with, like, the dude, is it, like, Vector Man? I <gasps> oh, shit! I love Vector Man. Yeah, I really enjoyed Vector Man. And Vector his, like, Man 2 is, like, like, great, but Vector Man, yeah. Yeah, and he and could, you, like, stretch him out and shit. Yeah, Vector Man was tight. You could turn into things, like, you turned into a bomb in one episode. Yeah. You turned into, like, a train on a cart one episode, and you're avoiding this giant thing with hands. And it was just, like, vector graphics, and they're just like, yeah. let's call him Vector Man. It was the laziest mascot. Yeah. Maybe Sega has ever dealt with <laughs> but it, I, I enjoyed but, it yeah i thought it was a lot of fun and it did well enough to get a sequel for some reason but yeah that was great that did was you, a great game what about like current uh generation throwbacks okay so 2d current uh shovel knight's the best i know you like shovel knight a lot shovel knight's like maybe one of my favorite platformers of all time like i love shovel knight Man, I really need to get more into it. Then I guess it's it's hard. I mean, it's that me- that's it's it's the old school Mega Man challenge where yeah. it's pretty unforgiving. And if actually, I don't know. I think it's probably easier than Mega Man because you have that system where you have to catch up to your treasure, and then you can kind of keep your prog. It's almost like Dark Souls and Mega Man with that aspect. It's like wherever you die, you drop all your treasure, and if you make it back there, you don't lose any progress. You're good. You're still fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I don't know. It's it's easier to get in but that one's great what else is out now that's like a 2d i've been replaying the hd remaster of shadow complex okay i i've not played the the remaster i played I mean, it's, it on it's the, the 360. same game it just yeah. looks prettier now mm-hmm. uh i still like that game yeah it's, well i mean it was a cheap castlevania, castlevania clone but, but with a white dude fighting military men well and it's got the super suit style shit yeah. and you i mean it's got upgrades to that suit you can get, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I enjoy Shadow Complex a lot. Agreed. Agreed. I'm having a lot of fun with that one. Um, what else is there? Uh, a lot of people are really into like Hollow Knight. I can't get into Hollow Knight. I don't know if I know Hollow Knight. It's it's another one that is the uh, harder Dark Souls of blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> of 2D. Yeah. That's such a fucking throwaway thing anymore. To say the Dark Souls of, um, yeah. When it, well, I think somebody, some journalist said Breath of the Wild is the Dark Souls of Zelda, and I was like, moratorium, we're done. Like, if this is that, being said, we're fucking done. It, this is bad. And it it still happens. Uh, 
a lot of the yeah. sites that I follow that make fun of like this modern day journalism gaming shit are like every time one of them says it's whatever the Dark Souls of blah blah blah, they're always like they, everybody's <laughs> shitting on it constantly, and it's great because yeah, God, it's such a fucking overused, well meme. deserved. Yeah, yeah. I Dark Souls is not the only game to be like Dark Souls before Dark Souls. Yeah. I, I mean, like I think the Atogis were very, yeah. very much like they laid the groundwork nice, for Dark Souls. Nice deep pull, dog. Man, Atogi 1 and 2 are fantastic games. Reasons to have an Xbox. Otogi 1 and 2. Myth of the Demons. And then Atogi something Atogi. Warriors. I like Immortal Warriors or something. I'm not sure. Weird as fuck. Oh, yeah. Fucking great monster designs, boss fights. Hard as nails, punishingly difficult. You got to master that game to get anywhere in it, but fucking good. Cheers to you, good bro. shit, man. I love our love for Otogi. Otogi's, it's it's one of the best Xbox games. I Up there with Panzer, Panzer Dragoon Orta. Orta. Uh huh. It's not as good as Saga, although I don't know because I've never played Saga. I've never it's, played. It's just got that Saga. myth around it. So what? There's uh, on that Panzer Dragoon Orta. There is, there is like a full game of the old Panzer series I think on it. The first one, just Panzer that's Dragoon. not Saga. Yeah. Okay. Whatever that game is on there that is not Orta is horseshit, and I hate yeah, it. It's I the on fucking shooter. hate it. Yeah, it's real bad. Panzer Dragoon Saga is still considered one of the best RPGs ever. I've never played it. Man, I just find that hard to believe. It's such a rarity. Although I think with it's all like the emulation. Maybe I should just get a. You should a Sega Saturn emulator. And I'm gonna predict. This. I'm gonna predict this here. Hipsters like to say. Panzer Dragoon Saga is the best because nobody has played, played it, it and nobody will yeah, play it. That's probably um, right. And to that I say, fuck off. <laughs> all you. I agree. Fuck off all of you. Fuck off all of you. And while you're <laughs> fucking off, we are going to talk about Rogue Legacy. So, Ryan. Yes, Rogue Kyle. Legacy. <laughs> Rogue Legacy. Rogue Legacy. You had never experienced or even heard of this game before me uh i had heard of it and it was one that kind of struck me as interesting but um is this one that was only on steam for a long time i don't think so and the then first it time, jumped over and most of the time i played it was on playstation was it ps3 4. i think it was a free game on the ps4 okay okay so that hmm I don't know how it was released, but I knew about it. Obviously, it did not get my attention enough that I had to seek it out on whatever platform it was. Yeah. And when you brought it up, I was like, hey, I've got this game. I was like, I've heard good things about it. Why not? Why not play it? And that's kind of my experience with I it. I would also like to point out this is, this is one of the games, the few that will become the mini that you and I played together mm-hmm. on our stream. Yeah. At twitch.tv forward slash experience group. There it is, baby. You remember what? I, what I wasn't sure for? if I remembered. I wasn't sure. I could. It could have gone. I could tell worse. from the upper inflection of the last part. <laughs> uh, that's when I'm really confident about <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know this, but I have extreme confidence, <laughs> and nothing really gets me down. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends <laughs> who like me. People really like and respect me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so yeah. Uh, that was the, my first experience with it. it was actually from a uh, friend of the show, Casey from Top Gun. Okay. Uh, was really into it, and he's like, "Man, you got to get this game. It's a lot of fun." And I did. 
I think he still enjoys it a lot more than I do. Okay. Um, I don't know. I got some issues with this game. Sure. I respect <laughs> the issues that I have, and I respect why it does the things that they, it does. But I don't have to like it. And this is America, goddammit, and I don't like it. Okay, please. Uh, I say let's just get into it. Let's talk about some of the issues you have with it. So number one, I hate, hate, hate how the castle resets. Every time you die, unless you pay an extra fee and you don't get money, as much money the next time through to mm -hmm. keep the layout the same. That really kind of bugs me. Okay. I get it. It is a roguelike and that's what it's doing. But God damn it, I just want to explore. And I hate that every, like, that's, yeah. so every time it resets... I'm going to waste half my fucking life in the first castle area exploring again when I know I could just go to the fucking forest, but shit, man, there's no shit here now. Again, this is all on me. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not negating the game, <laughs> but this is a problem I personally have, and if anybody is on my level that listens, this is a Issue Which they might we, have. We've already established but everybody who listens is on your level. A lot Kyle. of them are. I don't know why I'm on this fucking <laughs> podcast. I, I, it's whatever. But you're the Abbott to my Costello. Who's the fat one? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I didn't watch Abbott and Costello. Who's? Well, they'll go Penn and Teller. I'll be Laurel Teller. To my heart. You're the Teller. Teller's is I he would... the talkative one? No. Pin Gillette. Yeah, you're Pin. Uh, I would totally you're... be the Pin. Yeah, I'm totally Teller, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally fine. With that. <laughs> I'm just a support. Don't mind me. It's very Fuck accurate off, too evil. to this entire relationship. <laughs> it really is. It's <laughs> that's it's, you know if good. experience grind runs like Penn and Teller, I'm okay with this. Like I know my place. I'm cool. <laughs> so from now, like you're just not gonna talk, and I'm just gonna. Oh, that'd be so dope. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> you, you have a mic. You come to every episode, and I do 100 percent of the talking. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm strangely on board with this, too. Ryan's shaking his head in agreement. Yeah. He just loves everything I'm saying right well, it's now. What's great is that I can also lie. That's what, that was what my, I was Shadow doing Shadow of the Colossus uh, is the greatest game ever. Ryan is shaking his head yeah. in agreement. He's totally on board with this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the Last of Us, Ryan is eyeing me. The Last of Us is garbage. It's a, it's a garbage it's game. Man, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> so one of the things that we found out Here's let's let's put a bookmark in Rogue Legacy. We're gonna come back. Uh, so none of you fucking assholes will engage with us unless I stir the pot and fucking hate on something that you love. Be it's it true. <laughs> the Last of Us or for some fucking reason olives. What was it? Olives? Olives fucking tore the community apart for a oh, while. I thought it was mayonnaise for some reason. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I told people if they like olives. Fuck you. Am I in their defense? I was very harsh. You were very harsh. I didn't expect All that right. many Olive fans. Here you go. Here you go. Drew from Hops on Heroes. Hops on Heroes, you're on notice. Man, motherfucker come in there hot at me. He's like, this sounds like a Ryan statement. <laughs> Motherfuck. Uh-uh. Dumb. No, it doesn't because I would never fucking be as bold as just go on there and be like, fuck people who like this. Here's the thing. What's <laughs> funny? Like, I love Drew. But, like, he's hated so hard on both of my most recent inflammatory statements. He's pretty pro-Olive, 
He was also pretty pro Last of Us. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see his response yet. He didn't respond, but I saw him liking all the people that were in agreement with, like, fuck you, Kyle. Oh, shit. So I, I see you, Drew, and I get it. <laughs> uh, I am the worst, but I also love you, buddy. And uh, maybe we'll come together on some games someday. I think you both like Monster Hunter World. Yeah. And we Enough. both like Overwatch. We all, everybody loves Overwatch. Yeah, it's hard not to like Overwatch. Really. Really. Unless you're a goddamn Nazi. I think even Nazis would really appreciate Overwatch. Well, maybe not. There's a lot of um, Here's the thing. women and diverse characters. They would not be cool what with that. What would a Nazi's favorite character in Overwatch be? Because I think I have Mercy. My... You think Mercy? She's the German. She's German, but she's a woman. She... But she's like a white Aryan German, like with blonde she's hair like, and blue eyes. She's Holy so stereotypical. Shit. Before you mentioned that, I was thinking Reinhardt. Oh, I could see that because he's a big buff. Fucking isn't he also German? I mean, Reinhardt sounds German. I don't know. Or is I, he Swedish? I feel like there's probably a a con- contingent of people out there losing their shit that we hey. don't know this. Here's the thing, uh, lore for multiplayer online shooters fucking stupid and i don't care and i'm not gonna learn it i was gonna say there's your hot take overwatch lore it's fucking stupid bullshit all you white supremacists that listen to the show comment on our facebook (laughs) publicly and tell us who the most white supremacist character is but only i promise you if you're a white supremacist only if you're a white and please state beforehand i state your name here as a white supremacist think that this Overwatch character is the most white supremacist character. This is the most Chris Hansen you've ever been. Oh, to yeah. To catch a supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I tell you what, I'm going to finger their buttholes just like Chris Hansen did. <laughs> what? Is that, is that supposed to be uh, pleasurable or painful for the... the well... Uh, is it rapist? Is catch a predator is like child rapist, right? I, I'm not even necessarily... What was the term for It's them? like a Venn diagram. Rapists. Eventually, all pain becomes pleasure, and they overlap, baby. It just depends on what side what? of the spectrum. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> What's pain for you is pleasure for me. <laughs> okay, I do agree with that. There it yes, is. Yes, I there do agree is. with that there one. That's you it. get it? <laughs> you, on, you on board now, baby? Oh shit! I know, man. This is the best. this is a good episode. I like this. <laughs> you get to call it white supremacist. You get yeah. to shit on olives one more time. Yeah, I did. I did. I do hate olives for the fucking record. I don't hate them, but they also ruin the fuck out of pizza. And anybody who puts on pizza is a monster. Yeah. Like, sure, I can pick around it, but like, also, I don't know. Why would you there. put it on it? That flavor's still there. Yeah. It just. I don't know. It's like saying like I like dried up dog turds. That's similar to an olive. I wouldn't yeah. put it on pizza that we're sharing communally. Sure. I'll keep it to myself. Yeah. That's an asshole move. Like anchovies. Anchovies and olives. You don't do that to somebody. That's a dick move. Yeah. Dick move. And pineapple on pizza. Okay, I get it. You don't like it. I like it, but I'm not going to fucking get it if we're sharing a pizza. Right. And right. I'm not going to make a big fucking stink about it. Because mm-hmm. who cares? I think... Is all it people who like olives are like the hipsters of the food world? Are they? I, I like think this. right because they like are the worst. They are because they really do insist upon themselves about the olives. And then if you don't like olives, oh, it's so good, it's meaty. No, here's what's meaty: meat. Olive is a stupid fucking vegetable or maybe fruit. I don't know because I don't fucking care. I don't even know what it Keep is. Keep it off my pizza. I don't either. I'm not even. It's gonna probably like you. a nut. I don't know. 
I wish the olive was <laughs> What about Olive Garden? That place doesn't even have olives. It should be called Garlic and Salt Garden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell me. Tell me right now. Tell me right now this is not the best goddamn episode ever. Well, it might be my favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> Broke me for a minute. Can we get a cheers on that one, Haas? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Oh, that's well-deserved. I love you, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Rogue Legacy, man. All right. Let me pull this up. Let's talk about some traits. All right. Let's, let's actually... So for like nine episodes in a row, we barely talked about the actual subject. I, I don't felt know like we talked a lot about goddamn Top Gun. <laughs> we did. We talked about homosexuality a lot. Well, in fairness, that movie is okay. kind of about homosexuality. You know what? You're right. It just, you know, they weren't bold enough to put it on the forefront. You're right. What it... People are given the I want to fuck you eyes to so many other dudes in that movie. It's what crazy. What I loved about that was that it just happened to coincide with the fact that my fiance had a gay sex dream about you and me. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to Top Gun. <laughs> Cause holy shit, goddamn, I'm crying, man. This is a good, this is a good time. Goddamn, yeah. I missed you. We didn't record last this week. This is what it is. We've got to get these like middle of the road games and movies that we're not like real hot on or we're really like jazzed up on. Like we're just kind of eh. Let's fill up the time with bullshit. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna list some traits here, man. All right. Let's do it. All right. So one of the features in Rogue Legacy that makes it stand out from other roguelikes is that. Instead, like, so you do die, mm -hmm. but the next character that you play as is your offspring or your children. So, uh, there's a lot of different traits that you can have in this game, and of your children that you play as, they're highly likely to inherit one of these traits from you. Mm -hmm. Some of them are negative, some of them are positive, and some of them have no effect at all other than comedic. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to list some of these that kind of catch my eye and I think that are kind of funny. So the first one is one that I can relate to. Uh, uh, these are just listed alphabetically, so okay. there's no favoritism here. Uh, but the very first one at the top of the list is ADHD. Uh, and so that effect makes your character move 30% faster, which is actually a pretty good one, I feel. Yeah. Uh, speed is inherent in this game. Like, there's a lot of things coming at you... Yeah. A lot of the times, yeah. a lot of things coming even off screen, there's uh, these little mage dudes that have different spells based on the elements. Mm -hmm. So there's like ice and fire. Speed is a very big part. So ADHD, I think, would actually be a good one to pass on. I think it's a toss up. Yeah. yeah. I think it takes some getting used to. It's like going from 50cc in Mario Kart to 150cc. Like more speed is good, but you also kind of have to get used to it. Before you're good with the extra speed. Yeah. Should not have taken a drink at this. I know you really did. <laughs> what else want to happen? There's a lot of dead space Let's there. Just, uh, you know yeah. what? You're gonna deal with it. I'm Motherfuckers, reflect. That's a moment for. That's a moment of silence of all the people who died laughing from your Olive Garden joke. Also, it's a moment of silence to all my ADHD brothers out there because I oh, I yeah. also suffer and my yeah. fist is raised in defiance with you. Up, and dogs? then you put it down and you forgot what you were doing and now you're onto something else. I, mean, I probably was playing with my balls in the middle of math class. That happened a lot. Really? I was a weird kid, man. I don't know if you know. I that. feel like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You can't just bring that up and then go straight back to All traits. Right. 
We're going to talk about this playing so with your balls play, thing. I never played with my balls in math class, I don't think. I did pull a tooth once in the middle of math class. I get that. Fidgeting. And, that kind of yes, shit. And my teacher was very upset. Sure. And uh, But I was like, fuck you, man. Anyways. No, I didn't, I didn't okay. play with my balls. So you didn't play with your balls. I'm sure I did, but the teacher never called me on it. No. We had a kid who had Jinkos in like middle Jinkos. school. Fucking beat off in them because they were never so roomy. That. Never And would that. then just like jerk it into his pants. So he'd have like crusty stains and shit. Damn. And like the f- most fucked up thing was like he had a girlfriend. That girlfriend was so fine and so cool. Really? And like just like an is this, idol almost. Is this just, junior high or high school? It's been in high school. God damn, man. I can't think of her last name. First name was Elizabeth, but. Uh, and she put up with that shit. She thought it was cute and charming that he would jerk off in his jinkos. I'm like, God damn. damn I've wish, got no chance. Just cut my dick off and end me. I wish my fiance thought that about me. Ah. <laughs> know what I'm saying, dog? You feel me? I do. Uh, Not as much the, as you feel yourself. <laughs> the next one I'm going to read through uh, is Alzheimer's. So Alzheimer's is a serious disease that affects many of our elderly friends. Uh, but really, in this game, all it does is it just takes the map away. Oh, okay. Okay, that's not so bad. It's not the worst thing, especially if you have locked the castle down, which is, mm-hmm. as we described earlier, that's where you pay to keep the castle in the same layout that you played as. Mm-hmm. I guess it wouldn't also matter if it's your first time through, because who the fuck cares? Yeah, or if you're just trying to so, get money. I think that that's just kind of cool mm-hmm. that it's just, it's a subtle thing, but... It's it's affecting the gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's what I like about these traits. Um, so I like... Uh, there's another one, baldness. Really all that is. It has no effect, but you're just... Your character's bald. Yeah. And a lot of time, most of the time, they're wearing helmets anyways. So... Yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't really see it. Um, do you remember any of these? I remember one is like... Um... I don't remember the name of it, but it turns you into like a flat 2D figure. Uh, I think we'll get to that one. I don't remember what that hereditary trait was. There's like a a midget trait. I think it's literally called midget, so I'm not being offensive. Like it's called midget. It is midget. Is there a giant one? Gigantism. Gigantism. Okay. Uh, Here's one called clumsy. I kind of remember this one. So. When uh, if you have clumsy, any bookshelf or table that you stand on instantly breaks. Oh shit! I didn't remember that one. But I remember that's this one. Cool. Uh, there's also colorblind, which is yeah, colorblind okay. takes all the colors out of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's there's an illiterate one. Yeah. Or dyslexic or something. Yeah, there's dyslexic. Which is all the the text around. Uh, what is that? Uh, there's dementia. Wait, what the hell did dementia do? Oh, I don't know if I got the dementia. Oh. So dementia, just you are insane, and occasionally you will hear creepy laughter and noises. Weird. And you will also see enemies that don't technically exist. I don't know if we ever played with this one. Mm-mm. I don't remember dementia. I don't remember either. Uh, Maybe there, it's after so many... Right. So you were an offensive asshole. It wasn't midget. It's just dwarfism. Dwarfism. <laughs> okay. Yeah, shit. And then there's dyslexia, which just makes the text all fucking jumbled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really respect this game for making fun of people with disabilities. I mean, really, that's what it is. Kudos to you, Rogue Legacy. Or is it super inclusive because you are playing as a dwarf dyslexic and you are the hero? Way to turn that around, dog. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you're you're the, the hero that's going to die quicker than people. Yeah, it could be so quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's farsighted, so the vision is blurry just near your character, so the game screen is blurrier around you. I don't think we ran into that one. I don't one remember while we that one either. I really don't. Uh, so here's what there's gay. Yeah, I do remember this. So I guess it. I don't remember this, but I apparently I remember having it, but I didn't know ever what it did. But no. apparently it will. Reverse which statue grants the chicken leg or mana in the uh, the checkpoint rooms. Okay. So before you fight a boss, you come into that one room with the doorway, and there's usually statues that mm-hmm. will give you things. So I guess if you're gay, the knight will give you the good item if you're a dude. Oh, or really? Or the lady statue will give you the good item if you're a female. Ah, uh, okay. So that's, that's pretty cool. And then we have gigantism. Uh, oh, I'm glaucoma. Experience darkness in all zones. Okay. I, I, I do remember that one. Uh, you just gotta find the weed power up, and then you're healed. <laughs> I would love to have that weed power up. You found the power of CBD oil. <laughs> uh, so OCD. Here's another good one. The, you get one MP back for every object you destroy in the map. So uh, okay. Vases, tables, chairs, table. Uh, I said table, but bookshelves, all of that. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good That's one. That's a clever one. Um, stereo blind. This is the one that That's you mentioned. That's it. So you can't see in 3D. So the hero only turns in a... It's very much like Paper Mario. Yes. That's perfect. That's a perfect analogy. Uh, there's tunnel vision. I don't remember playing with this one, but apparently you have no peripheral vision, which means that the projectile indi- indicators at the edge of the screen aren't there. So... Were Center. there indicators? I don't even remember I the indicators. Remember this. So if there's like uh, one of the mage guys off screen sure. that's casting fireballs, you'll have like the little circle with a fireball with an indicator that it's coming this way, and then it shows up on screen. Ah, uh, okay. I guess with this one, that's just don't removed. Okay. Um, I never got this. Man, there's so many cool ones that we never experienced. So there's this one called the one. The okay. Description is literally there is no spork. There and I, all this does is changes the background and foreground texture, textures to a futuristic black and neon theme, very similar to the Matrix. Ah, uh, makes sense. And it also makes the loading screen for this castle say jacking in instead of building. Okay. Which, that's pretty cool. Uh, and the last one, which is one that we tried very hard to avoid, is one called Vertigo. I don't remember what this one does. So Vertigo, if it was selected, the entire map would be upside down. Oh, okay. And I knew this one sucked, but you played with it once, and Mm -hmm. then you're like, oh, this is awful, and you died pretty quick. (laughs) Uh, So there are a lot more of these traits. I didn't Mm -hmm. list them all, but I listed a lot of the ones that stuck out that I remembered from the game. And And you pretty much have to play with one of these every time you play the game. One, if not more. Yeah. Each of your children will have one. And the more times that you play with somebody with one, the more likely it is to show up subsequently. Okay. Hmm. I believe. Maybe that's why we didn't see some of those more interesting ones. Probably, because we knew what good ones were. Stuck with the same ones. And we focused on those. Yeah. Because, again, some of them are beneficial. Some of them are detrimental to your playthrough. Mm -hmm. Um, And they will affect how you're playing the game overall. But other than that, Ryan, let's talk about just the game in general. Sure. We talked about the traits. What did you remember about Rogue Legacy? I know it's been a little bit since we last played it. Yeah, it's been a little bit. But I remember enough about it. Um... I to to talk about it pretty 
uh, I think confidently. I don't have some of the. I see the issues you're talking about, especially with like the castle layout changing and then having to lock it down. I think that's actually a very clever way to deal with it. That way, if you do really need it, you get like a slight penalty, but you can still play with like yeah. the same layout if you want to. So like, I'm cool with that. Um, it lets you honor the legacy of the rogue games, no pun intended. And uh, while also like, if you're not into that, you can lock it down and you just get less money the next time you go in, but you can still get through it. <clears throat> I think the uh, the items and the, the power-ups are very generous and really help uh, the longevity of the game. Um, if it was like... Oh, shit. What was that? Titan Souls? Yeah. If it was like Titan yeah. Souls where there are no upgrades and this is the same thing, so you just have to get really, really, really good at one thing over and over and over again... I would be much less interested in this game. But I think being able to have the power-ups kind of gives it this this more flexible feeling where you can kind of play the game catered to how you want to play the game. Titan Souls, there's really only one way to play. Yeah. Rogue Legacy gives you options. And so I appreciate that. A um, lot of times it's random options, like we said, with the traits even. They come yeah. into play a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I like that you brought up this... So the way that things work in this game is that there is everything's based on money all the leveling up systems so mm -hmm. if you want to increase your strength after whatever character you're playing as dies you go back to this castle that you're ever expanding it's 2d castle but you're you're putting turrets and you're building this castle out and those mm -hmm. castles levels are dependent on like your strength or your mana Mm -hmm. Or your magic power, or your they sometimes unlock different character yeah. traits. So there's like there's the barbarian, yeah. There's yep. the straight up knight. There's the shinobi, which is like a ninja, uh, which has less <sighs> health, health overall. But yeah. I think they have they do critical strikes a lot more frequently. Mm -hmm. um, there's the barbarian, as I mentioned before, that has a lot of health and also pretty heavy. Attack power. Mm -hmm. I I think we focused on them a lot. We played a lot of barbarian characters. Yeah. Uh, there there's the the wizard I think who has yeah. a lot of MP but low health, but they have very strong magic. Yeah. So each character, no matter what, always has a magic spell in this game, and there's like I think four or five that you can get. There's right. the the spinning scythe. There's like a boomerang. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's a fireball even. If I remember right, I'm not remembering no i don't remember either i feel like there's like an ice one too that shatters yeah. or maybe it's the knives uh i think if i remember correctly i uh, the scythe is what i preferred you did like is the that scythe. the one that arcs yeah kind of kind of like the old castlevania yes. axe where you throw in it or is that the cross i don't fucking remember no it was the axe that goes was up it? and okay down yeah in castlevania and i think it is also the axe on this one i think the scythe is the one that comes out in three. Oh, then right? I like the axe, then maybe. Yeah, I think so. I okay. think you did like the axe. All right. What um, about you? Did you gravitate towards one of those, or did you just I didn't use spells hardly at all. I still don't. Yeah. You, you were much more into the spells. I was much more into the, just the sword mm -hmm. and getting it done brute strength style, which is oh, honestly a way to play a lot of games. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't go for finesse. I go for just getting the job done. 
I mostly do too, unless it is kind of like a game like this where you're going to be doing the same thing many times over and over again. It's like, well, I'm going to make it interesting. So like after a few hours, yeah, I'm going to do magic. I'm going to do that. But one of the things I remembered as you were talking that I really like about this game is like the, uh, the challenge rooms where you'll get into like an area and you have to do a certain thing in order to get this additional treasure. Like, don't get hit by an enemy, but you have to cross this long, narrow hallway, oh, and there's shit, tons 20 of turrets, and there's, like, a bunch of spikes you have to, like, triple jump over perfectly, and, like, it's 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 this extra layer into the roguelike that they didn't have to put in, but, like, I really appreciate it, and it, and it does, like, change it up. So you get to this room, and it's like, well, I've been playing this one way, now I've got to play a different way, and yeah. it does keep it interesting. And, and it's more roguelike, again, still, like, if you fuck it up, that's it. You yeah. can't just exit that screen and come back. You're mm-hmm. done on mm-hmm. that character. Don't care. Yeah. So I, yeah, that is a pretty cool aspect. And that is another benefit to like locking down the castle is like, mm-hmm. well, I can try for that one again. And I know what to expect going yeah. in. Like, I so you can pick the right spikes. character yeah. for that. There's also like, so we have the blacksmith. There is the, mm-hmm. the palm reading sort of lady that has like the tarot cards, which also give you added benefits which uh, do translate to each playover so like okay uh i think she does like she can put things on that give you like the ability to double jump and then you can like triple jump mm-hmm. and quadruple jump depending on how many of these that you stack up there's a lot of benefits that stack up you can do like a bunch of uh armor or strength stack ups too so that you do more damage or you can take more damage and yeah it's all Based on how you want to play, mm-hmm. you just got to grind it out and unlock that aspect of it. Yeah, that's Which, what it is. Yes. Yeah, that's what this game ultimately boils down to. It's it's how much do you want to grind? Yeah, that's going to determine your level of fun with this game. It's going to determine how far you get into it. And I was playing with you. I think it was much easier, uh, much like Titan Souls. I think my opinion and takeaway from this game would be much different if I were playing this on my own. I will say I've, I played it on my own a lot before you and I played it, and it does get grating and yeah. get a little, uh, I, I want to play something else. I can see that. Uh, there's not much variation because, again, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I feel like the level up system is kind of unfair. Not I don't want to say unfair, but mm-hmm. like it takes so much to get so little. Yeah. Let me say it like that. That so to even start point. seeing any benefit or any improvement is going to take so much time and so mm. much investment, and even then the improvement is so minute that it doesn't even make a huge gameplay difference overall. Mm. Whereas like a game, uh, yeah. another roguelike, again like FTL or mm. Faster Than Light, like every legitimate time that you play that game, it plays out differently. Yeah. Just based on how things are happening in the game world. And it keeps you on your toes, whereas this one gets pretty repetitive after a while. I can see that. I can see that. But I guess maybe why I don't take issue with it or why it's not a problem for me is it's the same. It's the same as like any kind of MOBA or something. It's it's the ticking off boxes. It's like sure, even though yeah. I'm doing the same thing over and over again, like if I have 
like win two matches as certain character like and i can do that i feel like i'm making progress yeah even if i am just literally playing the same map with the same character over and over again i feel like i'm making progress so like i'm with you i agree 100 percent. the level ups and the bonuses you get really don't do much of a difference like you get a slight health tick which you don't really tell it's like maybe i get half a hit more um, now that again, I level it up, depending on the character that you are, they also have different health pools. So it's true. a half tick for a mage is way less is noticeable than a half tick for a barbarian. Mm-hmm. Another thing, again, you know, I, I sound like I'm shitting on it, but I'm really, I'm trying not to. But like, so to enter the castle again, if mm. you don't, even if you do lock it down, once you enter the castle, whatever gold you earned, if you didn't spend it, they throw it away. Yeah, so there's yeah. no stacking up of gold to reach towards these things, so you have to legitimately work through from the beginning a lot of times and do better mm-hmm. and understand the patterns of so many different enemies and not get caught by a lot of the cheap stuff that you don't even see coming mm-hmm. in order to hopefully save up enough gold to reach that next level of unlock, especially sure. once you get to those upper echelons, because like anything... The first few are kind of gimmies, but then like the fourth and the fifth in that level are so high. Yeah. And the fact that it penalizes you by taking all of your gold away, mm-hmm. it can make it a serious grind. It can. It can. I I did not think while playing this game that it felt cheap until you get to the bosses. Yeah. I think the bosses are 100% cheap. They They have patterns that come real quick and and there's no way you can play this like one or two three times and get it it takes several times of learning these patterns like it comes so quick that the first time you're a boss fight you're not gonna win you're just not there's no way you're gonna win one because it's taken you like probably 20 minutes to get to that point through a whole castle of enemies right and then like the the patterns like i said they're just so so quick and punishing you don't have a chance. And that's when I felt the cheapness came in. Yeah. Uh, really, I don't have a problem going through like the normal castle parts and the exploring, but those bosses are rough. They're fucking really rough. And especially, again, because you're going to wipe and lose everything. And yeah. I think that's where the real benefit of locking your castle down is. Because mm-hmm. you're going to play through that same layout. And the map that you have unlocked, if you don't have the one trait that removes the map, yeah. You're going to know the layout and you can quickly get to the boss and yeah. try to boss rush it with the most health. Yeah. That's, and once that's I, yeah. Once that boss is beat, I think it's beat forever. Yeah, and then remember. you can teleport to that door and then you can kind of continue yeah. to like the next section of the game. And that's cool. But like that that dynamic and it's it's you bring it up about the locking the castle down like as much as I want to give this game credit for allowing you to do whatever you want and take the tackle the game in various ways, it really doesn't because you have to you have to play the game a certain way. You're kind of mining for money, you're leveling up, you're getting this experience, and then when you're finally ready to do the boss, it is like let's lock it down. We're just gonna lock it down every time now that we're on this boss so run. We're ready to beat the boss. Exactly. I, I know both of so our boss runs were like puts you into this like yeah. really weird rhythm of like you have to do the grind and then you lock down, then you have to just do the boss run and then you go back to the grind and then you lock it down and so that that 
illusion of freedom is just that it's it's yeah. an illusion because yeah. like there is a very specific game i think or a specific way you have to play this game Which in order to win it is one of my big arguments with people that hate final fantasy 13 fuck what so this is so it's a big fucking it's a big problem god damn it okay this I, illusion, I, no, I would love i would I love to hear well, why this, the people this, who do not like Final Fantasy thirteen are this wrong. This bullshit thing, that uh, illusion of choice, people hate on thirteen because they call it Final Fantasy the hallway, and you just walk. And But god damn it, every fucking Final Fantasy up until a point yeah, yeah. is just a fucking hallway. They just hide They're it better. They're bigger hallways. Yeah. It's like Final Fantasy X, like, those are specifically drawn-out corridors. It's like maybe a little bit more maze-like, but like there are specific paths. And seven, you're going every way until you yeah. get to Midgar. And then you have this open world. But guess what? You can only go to the fucking Chocobo farm. That's where you're supposed to go. Uh-huh. It looks fucking awesome. It's a giant open world, but you ain't going goddamn yeah. nowhere except where you're fucking supposed to go. Yeah. Until you get to the last half of the game when they give you the airship. Same fucking thing happened in the 13. They yeah. just didn't hide it as well. And you fucking yep. people shit a goddamn brick. Yep. It's yep. the same fucking thing. Oh, I agree completely with that. If you so want to, if you want to complain about Final Fantasy 13, you have to complain about a lot of the Final Fantasy games. And yeah. I, I get why you would be upset with like a very linear RPG because role playing games are supposed to put you into that character and make you feel empowered to make choices. But guess what? You weren't doing that in any of the fucking PlayStation Final Fantasies on forward. You fucking weren't. Not even in the other ones too, man. Like I, uh, I can't speak because I've not played them and I don't want to. It's. <laughs> It's the illusion yeah. of openness. Yes. But it's yeah. so fucking gated to mm. where you're going. Agreed. At Agreed. least with like Dark Souls, you have the option. Like, you can go here. It's oh, going to be a yeah. fucking tough fight. But if you can do it, you can do it. Yeah. You can't and, do that in- and in Dark Souls, like, uh, there's a clear way to go at the beginning. Yeah. But like, once you get into like that middle ground of the game, you can go in different areas. You and even could still, go. Like, even in the beginning, you can go to those other places, but you're going to get one hit yeah. killed and be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't go that way. Yep. And it's yep. going to casually guide you that way. But again, for the better people that know that route, they can fucking do it. Nothing is stopping them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, to bring this back, Ryan, Rogue Legacy, buddy. Yeah. Would you recommend it to people? Uh, yeah, I think so. Especially, uh, I saw that uh, today it's on the Switch, and I think that's... Is it on the Switch? I think when I was Googling it, uh, it came up Rogue Legacy Switch, and maybe that's just people clamoring for a Switch version. I don't know. I'm assuming it's on the Switch. Because I know I have it on my PS Vita. Why the fuck would it not be on one of these It's a lot of fun on a portable. It's a perfect portable game. Yeah. I, you know, here, I would recommend it with an asterisk. Okay. (laughs) Have you played Binding of Isaac? Do that instead. Sure. And then if you have already gotten your fill of that, then Rogue Legacy Why is okay. Why did we not bring up Binding of Isaac? Because that is a fucking great that is, Rogue That's Legacy. probably one of my favorite Rogue Legacy. I think it's one of my yeah. favorites, too, if not the favorite. That's yeah. a fucking great game. Yeah. Um, but I, I, would, I would recommend it, yes. And if you can play it portably on a PSP Vita, or is it PS Vita, PSP Vita? I don't PS know. PS Vita. Uh, okay. Or, or Switch, go for it. That's great. If you have to play it on a console or a PC... Your mileage may vary because I do think this is like a fun play for 20 minutes game and be done. Like play one or two runs, finish. If you're playing this for hours, it's not going to be a fun experience. On a scale of one to 
10 mm-hmm. of people with dwarfism. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would you rate this game? 10 people with dwarfism being the best. Okay. Uh, huh. This is hey, <laughs> this is the first one that stumped me of these ratings because I really uh, man, I don't know. I would probably say uh, six dual people with dwarfism. Okay. Uh, I I do think it's a it's positive than game. than average, but not much higher than average. Yeah, I uh, the art style I could take or leave. I don't necessarily gel with it. I think it looks kind of cartoony and hokey and dumb. Yeah. Um, there's something about the jumps and the physics that feels a little little weightless and floaty. Yeah. Yeah. It's not quite good. Like if you were to take Mario and put it into this game, like those Mario physics and that pinpoint precision jumping. Yeah. yeah, Then I think you're fucking cooking with fire, but this game doesn't have that. It's looser. Um, and it's more demanding, but I also like a lot of the concepts they do. I think the the ingenuity of the traits and the hereditary stuff is all very fascinating and interesting. I would love to see a Rogue Legacy 2 come and improve upon this in many ways. Maybe get a better art style. Do like actual like pixel graphics or something. There, there are many things you can do. But just as the, the base game, Rogue Legacy 1, it's good. It is not great. Um, I... We'll probably remember this as like that game with the traits, but like I'm never gonna remember like the generic background, like oh we got castle level, we got forest level, yeah, oh we've got a hell level. level, yeah something like, like that. Like I don't know, so yeah. better than average. I don't love it. Sure. What about you, sir? Out of ten people with dwarfisms, <laughs> what would you give? It's actually game? it's one of these rarities. Um. I'm gonna be right online with you. I'm yeah. gonna say six, man. Nice. <laughs> it's it's fun. It was more fun with you. Yeah. I'm not I'm the best. I'm not clamoring <laughs> to get back into it. Nah. I don't miss it having not played it for a while without you. Yeah. It's an enjoyable game. I think people should experience it. Pick it up on the Steam sale or a PSN sale for like two bucks. Yeah, I would say if you pay more than five dollars, you're overpaying. Yeah. For this game, I think I paid fifteen on the PC, and that yeah. was fine. Mm-hmm. But eh, support you're, you're indie okay. games—that's cool. But certain indie games don't support walking sims. What? Is what? Like, wait, all right, uh huh. What? Like, uh, 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 uh. I've gone home and fucking Firewatch or Fire Tower. Or... It's Firewatch, and I love Firewatch. Have you? you did you, you play Brooks through it? Both. I haven't. Brooks wants me to. That's it's a, it's a really good story. It'll be a Brooks episode. Ah, man, it's it's really okay. good. I'll it's play, really good. I'll get Firewatch. And, and take everything I say with a grain of salt because I'm like, oh, story, characters. Ugh. But, Brooks but that Brooks it said it. Yeah. I think that, that is home. means. Gone Home, dog. I've not played Gone Home. I got it for free on PSN, and I've still not played it because I know what it's about. Oh, you and can't I, see me, but I'm rolling my eyes. He is. He, he looks like he's having like a diabetic seizure. <laughs> I... He might be. He might be. He did. I did just drink this goddamn Seagram's, <laughs> this whole thing. Seagram's fucking strawberry daiquiri. Anyways. I think it's pr- pronounced daiquiri. Daiquiri. Is that, it, is that the gay cousins of the Dothraki? <laughs> oh my god, the daiquiri. <laughs> god damn it. God, this lightning oh, fast whip. shit. It gets me in trouble. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> and, and Ryan, you know what? God damn it, I missed you last week, buddy. I'm yeah. sorry that shit happened. It's okay, man. Oh, man. It happens. It happens. This was a fun episode. 
they mostly are fun. <laughs> yeah, this one was really a lot of fun though. We had we had good talk. We uh we got into some shit. Yeah. Talked about Princess Peach titties. Lots to talk about jerking off on waifu pillows. I, I, hey, our audience is going to love that because you bunch of weebo nerds. Yeah. You fucking. There you go. You're, a lot of you are bigger weebo nerds than me. Yeah. Hashtag disappointed in my fan base. <laughs> anyway. Step up your game in 2018. Uh, guys, for real. Oh, we did want to say one thing. God damn it. We have fucking t shirts now, man. There you go. We really do. And they're really cool. And some of you have bought them. But, uh, you know, I kind of invested a lot of money in these, and I'd, I'd really like a lot more of you to buy these. So uh, so please do. It is the top pin post on our Facebook and our Twitter. Uh, you can also just find us at Etsy. We're selling these through our Etsy shop because uh-huh. they are handmade from our good friends at In Case of Emergency Press. I got, I got some feedback for you here. Go ahead. I got feedback for you here. You want to sell these shirts? Take your mug off of it. Put that shirt on a on an attractive lady, and and you will sell them. Oh shit, that's a good point. I like don't put a dude in there. Put it on an attractive lady, and these fucking weeaboo nerds who listen to us will buy them. I want to redo that that's right what now. It is. I don't know if you guys, some of you, it's don't just know gonna this. be Kyle and the Princess Peach. <laughs> no, it won't be. But uh, <laughs> my fiance has recently done a little nude modeling. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Huh? What? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good stuff. All right, this is like boudoir stuff for you? No, no, I'll show you the pic later. N- did you say nude? Yeah. Modeling. So she modeled a purse for her friend in a very tasteful nude aspect where she had the purse behind her covering her naked buttocks. Why? Because I told her it'd be funny, and then she did it, and then it's it actually funny. It turned out really well. Sure. And then her friend that makes the purses and things... Also did one with a backpack where she's naked and it's just covering her titties. It's pretty good stuff, man. I know it works. Okay. I'm going to do this. You should do that for this one. It's going to. That's Lady a very good point. with the shirt and nothing else. Yeah, it's a good point. It might be, yeah. It, but it's like got to be tasteful. An N64 controller over the crotch. Oh. That could work. It's Though, work. that's in like a weird position. I think I'll make something probably work. need like that Xbox Duke. You need something with coverage, <laughs> you know? Anyways... <laughs> For real, uh, I don't, I don't beg a lot. God damn it! Please buy these shirts. It is. Let me, let me at least uh, recoup the cost, the investment cost. We're, we're part of the way there. Mm-hmm. We have had a good response so far, but God, damn, it's a fucking cool design. Like I'm not, I'm not asking you to buy bull crap. Ryan decent. designed this fucking cool ass '80s retro throwback design. I love it. That's the big reason I pushed to get it on fucking t-shirts. He loves it because it was his idea. <laughs> no, I really do. Like you. I gave you one stupid throwaway design idea, and you fucking made it killer. I did what you asked. I, yeah. I, I, just, I did what you asked. You did That's above it. and beyond <laughs> what I asked. I asked for one thing, and you totally took that and ran with it and made it way better. Oh, thank you. So it, it's fucking cool. Uh, so here's the thing, though. Printing t-shirts with that many colors is not cheap. Yeah. Um, so I'd appreciate it if you guys would help us out. You know, if you really do like us. Help us out, man. Buy a shirt, please. Would they're, you, would they're you reasonably say priced. support us with short shirt sales or support us with Patreon? What, so, what, what, what would you say? What would you say? I'm going to say for the first time, support us with shirt sales for now. Uh, and then if you like the Patreon episode that released, uh, you can support on Patreon too. We have made efforts. We, are, we have had meetings behind the scenes yeah. to, to really help support the Patreon supporters. Mm-hmm. And give you guys what you're paying for. 
Yeah, and if you guys, we'll throw it to you too, you Patreon supporters, if there's something you feel like we could do for you, if there's like uh, an idea you have of something you would want us to see done with Patreon, let us know. It doesn't even We have, might not you know, do it, but like we're open to ideas. Yeah. We definitely want to keep you coming back. Please. Yes, for real. We and, do we yeah. do appreciate all of you guys who support us even if you don't support us financially. We don't we really don't care. Yeah. We love anybody who fucking listens Just, to Just, you know, don't yeah. buy that pillow to yeah. jerk off on for a month. Yeah, if you're going to buy the waifu Use pillow. Use the old pillows. Dude, I tell you what. Support us. Next thing, after we run out of t-shirts, we're going to make a waifu pillow, two-sided, oh, you and me. I know. Full body. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want that. I don't want that out in the world at all. <laughs> it's going to be... I'm going to make one that's just... That I have. I mean, I, I'm fine. I would love to do it with <laughs> you on it. I don't want people spooning or jerking off onto me. Or what most likely is going to happen. They're just going to be like, oh, I love Kyle. And then they'll flip it over and fart on my side. <laughs> Our listeners. Fuck you all. <laughs> uh, I love Ryan. I love you guys. For real, I tell you to eat shit and go fuck yourselves a lot. But I say it with love. And I'm going to okay. say it again. Yeah. Go fuck yourself to our Etsy shop and buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, I love you guys for real. Ryan, it's so good to be back with you, buddy. Absolutely. I love you, man. Yes. Um, at the end of the day, we'll see you guys next time. God, yeah. I didn't even be mean. I know. Maybe come comment on Facebook before Kyle riles you oh, up. Oh, yeah. That is Just, the thing. You know. I will rile you <laughs> up if you don't come. And if you do come, then, uh, you know, you give us other things to talk about. So. That's true. It's on you what happens next. Yeah. It really is. We've been we've been taking the cheap blows. Yeah. Wait till you see us really worked up. You no motherfuckers. One, no one to blame but yourself. But anyways, see you guys next time. I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And we are Experience Drive. Bye everybody.